Hannah. Yeah. Why can't you tell a kleptomaniac a punny joke? Why? Because they always take things literally. <laughs> Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time to leave. Free from how you look or what they say. Like a line runs wild through the wilderness. Free from showing off a living face. The eagle's flying high, it's in with the air. This breath in your lungs to break. Say, God, take this mask away. You see, he won't let you stay. Living in our own days. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shattercast. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're going to be talking about Clank. And you might be wondering why I made a joke about kleptomaniacs. Well, because one of the cards, which is very lovely, I'll make sure we have it up on your screen, is called Burgle. <laughs> That's like my favorite word now is Burgle. So today I'm joined with uh, Derek, who is obviously the CEO, president, founder, uh, co-founder, <laughs> uh, boss man in charge of Shattered Studios, and my lovely wife, Hannah. <laughs> she gets a simple title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely wife, uh, wonderful person in general. Yeah. And I'm John, the host, yeah. and that's what I do. So, Derek, why don't you tell us a little bit about Clank? Yeah. So, we are talking about games today. We are super excited about Clank. We all love this game. Uh, it's a very simple game. It's one of my favorite games to explain to people. So, Clank is a deck builder. So, what that means is you start with a deck of cards that allows you to do some cool stuff. And then as you go throughout the game, you get new cards um, to make your deck even better. So, in this game, you're playing as a thief, a treasure hunter, if you want to be nice. And you're trying to go down into the depths, uh, into the this kind of dragon's cave here uh, to take treasure and bring it back up to the top. Now, a bunch of stuff can happen as you are walking through uh, the dungeon. Uh, certain cards that you might pull or certain things that might happen in the game cause you to make clank. And so when you make clank, you put a cube of your color into this clank thing. And then there are certain cards that come up where the dragon attacks. So you take all these cubes, you put it in the bag, and then you start pulling out cubes. Um, number of cubes you pull out uh, varies depending on where you are in the game. If uh, your cube is pulled, then it goes on your health track. If you get uh, enough cubes to kill you off uh, <laughs> the game's pretty much over for you um there's a few exceptions for that if you go down you have to get an artifact a, a treasure piece and try to make it back up top here if you make it up top and you end up dying you still get to keep your treasure mm -hmm. uh but if you make it up to the top and then out of the or out of the kind of the castle here in time you get a bonus 20 points so that's really cool if you're still down the depths um, and you die or if you don't have an artifact and you die then you get nothing you're out of the game uh, so it's a cool just it's competitive but in a, a semi light way you don't really fight each other directly um, but there are cool cards that come up uh, so you can get cards that help you defeat uh, monsters that come up uh, you always need movement so you can move to different rooms uh, you're trying to be uh, the one to get out of the cave uh, with the most amount of points um, the person who uh, gets out of the cave first triggers kind of a countdown mechanic which is kind of interesting um, so you have less time uh, if you're still down depths to get your stuff done uh, so yeah it's a really cool game I love playing this. Um, what about you guys? What do you guys love about Clank? Yeah, I, I like deck building games in general uh, for me. So uh, one thing I liked about Clank is uh, I think the first, 
uh, deck builder I ever played was probably Marvel Legendary. I've played Dominion DC deck builder, a lot of other deck buildings, Lord of the Rings since then. Um, uh, Clank, I really like in that it has a board element that is actually really solid. Because mm-hmm. um, there, there are other games that might be heavily worker placement or area control, and they'll have other mechanics, but they don't flesh them out very much. And so, you know, you might think that uh, in a deck building game, the board isn't going to have as much going on, but they actually do a really good job of balancing the board and the deck building aspect, which I love because uh, really deck building games are about building an efficient deck. Uh, They favor people who have this min-max sort of mindset, which I tend to do when I'm being competitive. So uh, I really like deck building games. I think Clank is a fantastic one. What about you, Hannah? Um, Yeah, I think my favorite thing about uh, this game is usually when you try to blend two different genres of mechanics, it ends up getting a little messy somewhere. But I think the creators of this game really thought through everything. And uh, normally that's rare, unfortunately, and there ends up having to be a house rule or something when you're playing to adjust for kind of that weird blend that's not quite working in some aspect. Uh, But Clank seems very well thought out to me and there's honestly nothing that I would change about it and I also really like the tension of like the risk versus reward factor when you're trying to decide what should I risk should I risk not getting as many points or should I risk death that's fair um you bring up uh, a good point we were talking about uh before we started recording uh if there is anything that we would change about clank and one of the things that helps me determine uh replay value or if i want to buy a game in the first place if i'm watching a playthrough of the game is if i feel like there's a lot of little things i would want to change if i was the one designing a game now we can all armchair design a game and and nitpick at all the things there's plenty of people who do that um and that's not what i'm talking about but if there's something that really just doesn't feel right when you're around a table um when it comes to clink uh there's only one thing that i would adjust and even then um I hadn't actually thought of it until we were talking today, and I've played this game a lot. Uh, and that is, uh, Derek, you were talking earlier that there is a, a strategy to try and win the game really, really quickly. Uh, you can take a very small number of moves mm-hmm. to get a low-value artifact and then immediately turn Look around and escape the dungeon. Yeah. So you, the easiest artifact, it's worth five points. Um, it takes like five movement to get there. Uh, and then when you escape, you get another 20 points. And so the likelihood of someone being able to get something more valuable and escape uh, is not as as high. And so a way to adjust for that would just be to have a, a minimum amount of victory points required to win. If you made it 30, then you wouldn't be able to grab the five-point artifact and then escape because you get the five-point artifact, you'd get your 20 points for escaping, you'd be at 25, and you wouldn't hit the threshold of 30 points. Um, and that would just prevent someone from trying to win the game in like three turns. Yeah, which happens sometimes, especially yeah. if someone is getting their cubes pulled a lot and they know that they may not live for much longer. They might just quick grab something and come back and, you know, but that's stuff that can be adjusted. Mm-hmm. So uh, now is a great time to get into Clink. Uh, Clink just released um, an expansion for the other version of Clink, which is called Clink in Space, which has a sci-fi theme. So it's mm-hmm. really cool. There's also a fun. Bunch- yeah, also fun. Also uh, there's a bunch of expansions for regular Clank, and they just released Clank Legacy. Um, so Legacy game is a game that uh, you can play through, and you can alter uh, the actual board game. You can alter um, the decks that you'll end up. And then once you're done with Clank Legacy, 
it's pretty cool. You get to like name towns and stuff. Uh, you can replay it as your version of Clank. Uh, I know Francis what I want for that. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. No, uh, legacy <laughs> legacy games are really cool. Like that persistence between sessions, you mm -hmm. know, like Pandemic Legacy is the first one I had heard of. Um, and it, it takes like 24 playthroughs, I think, to get through the entire game. Mm -hmm. um, and you're permanently altering the way that the game plays. So legacy games are, are pretty cool. Yeah. And again, Clank just by itself is really cool. It's a lot of replayability because you never know what cards you're going to get. Uh, you never know someone's going to buy your uh, favorite cards, so you have to shift strategies. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're getting a lot of cubes pulled, again, that's going to shift your strategy. So, um, yeah, just a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the things about uh, Clank that I, I really enjoy is uh, the dragon mechanic, right? Um, so as you're moving around, you're making noise or clank right so that's like the idea of like metal striking something uh that clanking sound and like derek was saying you put your cubes here and then if you draw a card that has a dragon on it all these cubes go into this bag and then you shuffle up the bag and then depending on where the dragon is on the track that's how many cubes you pull out and that's damage if it draws one of your cubes um and so as you take like a monkey's paw or a dragon egg, which is worth uh, victory points as well. Uh, you anger the dragon, so it gets you know higher it's up on anger, its intensity anger, track, anger. and so you know it starts if you're playing a two-player game where you're only going to pull two cubes out of the bag. Um, by the end of it, you're pulling five each time, and so the game gets more dangerous. And the dragon's dead. That was easy. <laughs> the game gets more dangerous uh, as as you play. Um, and that really, uh, this idea of, of irritating the dragon over and over again, over time, uh, you're more likely to get attacked by it because you have more cubes in the bag than other people. Um, and we were talking about this, Derek, that uh, too often in life, some of us think that uh, there's like this, this great magic person in the sky who's tracking all the things that we do wrong so that he can slap us in the back of the head, right? Um, but that's that's kind of different to what the Bible says. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that brings us uh, uh, to our faith point. Again, we are talking about Sometimes people see this as God's character, and, and we'll share what that means in a second. Um, if Clank is in a, kind of a metaphor for like doing something wrong or getting caught with doing something bad or sinning or whatever, uh, kind of the more you sin, the more uh, blocks are in here, and the more the dragon gets anger and so can come and do some really bad stuff to you. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people think that's the way God is. He's like sitting down with a book recording all of the bad things we do wrong so he can pounce on us. And the Bible's clear, that's not really God's attitude. God is more the guy trying to guide us through the dungeon, trying to protect us from adding clink, uh, trying to keep us uh, protected. There's a cool card in here that that's literally call it stumble. And so it adds clink when you stumble. And, and, and in life, we kind of stumble too. Uh, we make mistakes. Uh, we do things that we probably know we shouldn't do. And God's trying to either keep us from stumbling or there's some great cards in here that if you do add clink, it'll actually remove clink. And that's ultimately what Jesus did for us. You know, he went to the cross, he died for us so that he could remove that clink, that shame, that guilt that we often feel. Uh, God's the one who takes that away. And so God's not this dragon in the sky trying to pounce on us, waiting uh, to see how much mistakes we do. God's actually the person who's trying to guide us through. Um, there is this concept of a dragon actually literally in the Bible. Uh, Satan, uh, you know, the devil, and some people think of him as like this red guy with horns and pitchfork. No, the Bible says he's real. He's this evil force that is trying to uh, make us feel bad for all the stuff we do. So he's the actual dragon that's trying to uh, get us to make more mistakes. And then when we do, he pounces on us. Um, 
God's not that person. God's the one trying to keep us from making mistakes or protecting us when we do. Um, if we're willing to go to him and humble ourselves and say, God, I made a mistake. Can you help me out? So, um, just I love that kind of idea that it's kind of a twist that people don't always think about. Um, God's trying to help us. He's not trying to jump on us. What do you guys think about that idea of uh, kind of God's character and how we kind of get that misconstrued sometimes? Um, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, John 3.16, which, you know, if, if you're watching this and, and you're, you're not a Christian, you probably most likely have still heard this verse at some point in your life. Um, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, and whoever believes in him will not die, but have everlasting life. And it's an important verse. It's core to our faith. Um, but the verse after it is like equally as important. John three seventeen. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, to grab all of our mistakes and put them before us and smack us in the back of the head. So God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Right? So like God is here to save us. He isn't, he isn't tallying all of our mistakes and waiting for the opportunity to, to send us to hell, right? Like he wants to save us. That's, that's why he sent his son to us. And uh, um, it's just, it's important. It's like so important to remember that, that, that Jesus is on our side, you know, like he's not waiting for that moment to be like, gotcha. You know, like he's, he's here for us. He, he cares about us. He loves us. Um, he's not stalking us in the night, hoping to catch us with our hand in the cookie jar. Like he wants to save us because he cares for us. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's really much that I can add to what you guys have already said. Uh, one thing I love about this game is it is really easy to explain to other people, especially like we've had friends who only know like the classics, like sorry and monopoly, which are great games. But, um, this was a, a really easy game to explain to them and I think a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of explaining Christianity or evangelizing to someone when it actually isn't as scary as it may seem um, there is a simplicity to it and that is you know God loves us God came to the world to save us and he is not like this dragon. I mean, there are a lot of examples in life, like in Clank, that we can point back to God through and say, you know, God is not like this dragon. He is the one guiding us through and he is protecting us and he is the one trying to save us from all of the the sin and the mistakes and the darkness that we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah. Very true. yeah. And uh, just again to repeat that, God is not the dragon, guys. <laughs> He's not trying to attack you. Uh, again, the Bible's clear. There is an adversary. Uh, John 10, 10 says, the thief, the real thief, Satan comes to still kill and destroy. Uh, but Jesus came to give us life that we might enjoy. Um, and so, again, when we're stumbling, when we're making mistakes, God's trying to bring that to our attention because he knows that when we make mistakes, it hurts us and it hurts those around us and also hurts God's heart. So he's constantly trying to help us um, find ways out of those times when we're tempted uh, so we can make the right choices. But the great thing about God is even when we make the wrong choice, as long as we are honest, we come to him and ask for forgiveness, humble ourselves and be like, God, I really want to change this. He's right there to help us out. He's right there to take our cubes away, <laughs> which is pretty cool. It is. So thank you guys for joining us this week. Thank you for uh, listening to us as we talk about a game that we all enjoy playing um, and also about how, you know, God isn't the dragon. 
You know, he's not our enemy. He's not our adversary. Uh, he's not against us. He is for us. He's in our corner. He fights for us. Um, so I hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. God loves you. We love you. See you next time. Thanks. Go play some clink. And play clink. <laughs> Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time to leave. Free from how you look or what they say like a lion.